Welcome to the Home for Infinite Losers, where in the next five minutes, we're going to watch and recap all of Dragon Ball. I'm your host. I'm Luke. It's me. Hi. And I've got Mike here from episode zero. Remember that guy? Yeah. Hey, uh, so when you say five minutes, you mean like DBZ five minutes and that it's going to take us like next years. Five minutes. We're going to watch every episode of Dragon Ball. <laughs> all right. If you say so. <laughs> yeah. I've I've started the countdown, and I think you'll find our last episode will end right when that five minute timer hits zero. If if you say so, uh, I, hope you, I, episode, hope you, I hope you like what? write this down so that you can be like super committed to the bit here. I was saying that you want me to give a timestamp for when each episode is taking place. Yeah, I, no, I, <laughs> I want you to basically like fig- figure out like how everything lines up, like you know, like those videos right. that. Uh, line up the different levels from Inception, and they show like the bottom level going super fast and all that shit. So am I right, being introduced, right. or <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, but Mike is really obsessed with this intro line. So, <laughs> uh, since episode zero, we picked up a third co-host. Hello, it's Emily. Yes, I talked over you. Hello, I'm Emily. Yep. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. You know, just watching Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're already halfway through uh, recapping it. No, 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 no. We haven't even passed the first second yet, Mike, please. Um, Emily, you've watched Dragon Ball before, right? You're, I, you're more on my side of things. Oh, yeah, I sure have. I yeah. watched, I've watched Dragon Ball like my whole life, pretty much, because I remember sure. seeing like an early dub when I was like four or something. And mm-hmm. like pretending to be Goku and, and riding on a towel and be like, this is my Nimbus. Right, <laughs> and then yeah, and then as I got older, I like Dragon Ball Z came on TV. And I was like, oh my god, it's like Dragon Ball, but they're adults. This is crazy, <laughs> and yeah, and then I I could never really catch it, and then eventually it became a mainstay on YTV. But like at that point, like once you got to the Frieza arc, it's it famously redid the Frieza arc over and over and over right. and over again. So I never really found out about what happened in the story, except for like going on my computer at, at school and using Netscape Navigator to go onto DBZ fan sites. Yeah, see, that capability was beyond me as a kid. And I'm a little younger than you, so this was more like fifth grade for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, our, our our elementary school had, like, a computer time where we would go to the library. Sure. Oh, like... yeah, definitely. But I just never really, like, it took me a while to come to the internet. Mm-hmm. But I would have friends that, like, knew how to figure that stuff out. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you turned Super Saiyan. Like what? What do you mean? What? Yeah. Like, no, like his hair gets all gold. I'm no. Like, oh, what? Absolutely. I remember reading all that and being like, "Oh my god!" And Frieza's got four forms or whatever how many forms there is, and it was right, right. Super cool. And I have up- a really distinct memory of someone being like, "Oh yeah, Goku beats Frieza by turning Super Saiyan." I'm like, "What? You mean like when he turns into the big monkey?" Like, no, 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 Super Saiyan. I'm like, right? Yeah, like when the Saiyans get all big and super powered. No, no, not that. A different thing. <laughs> Yeah, and so I watched that, you know, Dragon Ball Z all the way through kind of thing. I didn't really watch GT at all, and I another thing I did a lot was um, play the games. I played um, yeah. uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai. There was like a one summer where me and my friend Joey would just play that every day. Yes. Like, fighting each other and doing, like, tournaments. And, like, one time a friend came over and brought Soul Calibur, and we played it, like, two times, ta- twice, and we're like, DBZ's better. Let's play DBZ. Right, get that weak stuff out of here. Get we're playing fuck. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I, bu- 
my sisters kept renting the Budokai games when I was uh, in like high school, uh-huh. and yeah. I'm reasonably certain that the like menu music of one of those games is literally just the drum beat from the Beastie Boys' "She's Crafty." <laughs> That's a weird memory that I have of that I would game specifically. Not be surprised. Yeah. So yeah. so I played Budokai two like crazy amount, and then yeah, and then we and that same period of life of my life um me and my friend joey would also watch new episodes of dragon ball as they were re-airing them right yeah because yeah, I, yeah. I, I again I, I said i watched dragon ball as a kid but i never i didn't get anywhere past the part where like the first ozaru happens and i never got sure. past that part and then um it wasn't until later when i got to actually watch the, the old school dragon ball and it was really cool and fun like i i mm. I, I i really like the the comedic adventure portion of Dragon Ball before it became this like hardcore like off the wall sci-fi martial arts epic which I love as well but it's cool to have this like it's there's such a huge difference after that time skip like it's completely different it's it's oh, clear yeah. why they yeah. made them two different animes because they're completely different and, right yeah so yeah that's my history with Dragon Ball I guess yeah Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe this is just me being less aware of things. I, I think Canadians might have a slightly different experience with Dragon Ball than Americans. Because I, I don't know if we got original Dragon Ball before Dragon Ball Z here. We didn't. We definitely got Dragon Ball after Z. Um, yeah, but I remember being a, a little kid and seeing, like, this show. Yeah, like, I definitely saw it when I was, like, four-ish. Like, def- right, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where, where, like, the advertisements on Toonami, I just think I remember them, but, like, and here's how the story began. Find out how Goku first fucking met everybody. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm looking up, like, the original English localization of Dragon Ball. Uh, it started it's in the so late different. 80s, and they renamed all the characters, including calling Goku Zero. That's not the one that I watched. Oh, I, I, okay. always, I always knew him as Goku, for sure. And I definitely had that distinct memory of being, like, DBZ being on and be like, holy shit, it's Goku but an adult. Like, sure, I definitely okay, had yeah. that, I definitely had that reaction where it was like... Okay, yeah, I'm looking more into this. That only lasted for five episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, but I, and for me, I was like, who the heck's Tian Shin, or Tian and like, Chaozu? Like, right. I, I knew who Yamcha was. I didn't know who Krillin was, because I didn't even get that far in the original anime. Sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only knew Goku, Bulma, and Yamcha, and I'm like, who the fuck are these other guys? But they were really cool. Like Piccolo is so cool, right? Like, um, we we are getting so far off topic at this point, but uh, well, I wasn't I here for episode I, zero, so you know, I had, like, I had to tell my history. Yeah, absolutely. I remember um, when I was first getting into it, I saw like some random episode that featured Goku and Krillin a lot, and then I saw some other random episode where it was Yamcha and Tien training for the Saiyans, and mm-hmm. I'm like, did did Goku and Krillin like power up somehow? Like, did Krillin get taller and grow a third eye? That's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna keep watching this show. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we should probably we're we're excluding Mike right now, going down all these Dragon Ball memory lanes. It's true because Mike has not seen Dragon Ball. Mike's as you established. Mike's brand new to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I probably should have done some, like, prep work for, like, an intro segment here on, like, the history of Dragon Ball and stuff. Maybe I'll do it next time. Listen. Oh, yeah, in episode two, we're just going to have the, the history then. That's how right, it If works. you aren't, listen, if you're here for high-quality podcasting, I've got some bad news. I was going to do a thing where I looked up exactly which character 
everyone is corresponding to Journey of the West. So, oh, yeah. I did not yeah, do that. that. <laughs> good to look into at some point. Um, I know you yelled at me because you listened to our episode zero and I, I don't know the voice actor names. Oh, well, I mean, I, it's just Chris Sabat is like so well right. known because he's in like everything and he yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and like his, his, his Piccolo and Vegeta voice is very well known. He is not known for Goku. <laughs> no, that's true. It's a different, it's a oh. different guy. Well, who's, who's the guy that does Goku? Cause he's the guy that they got for, for, uh, for Sin Wukong and the thing I was talking about. It wasn't oh. Chris Sabat, anyways. Because, I mean, like... Hold on, I'm looking. Well, I, Voice I know, of but Goku the slash Ocean, Kakarot. <laughs> the Ocean Studios dub version of Goku is the, is the same voice actor that's on Cheetor, which is on Feast Wars. The other uh, thing that I do. Sean Schemmel is his name. Maybe Schemmel? Huh. S-C-H. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, hi Sean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's listening to this. Oh, Sean, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. <laughs> well, we'd love to have you on, Sean. Love to have you on to discuss this episode's involving a character you played, but not not during the episodes where you played him. Right? No, because no, it's a different voice actor. With, who played Gohan? Because I feel like that actor got so much work over the course of this because he plays like three different characters with the same voice. He first of all, Gohan is probably a girl. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, very likely. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about the episode instead of just talking about bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, well, I don't see how that's a change of pace. But. Exactly. Mm. Anyway, uh, we are watching the first episode of this show. Emily, do you have the... Because you watched this Japanese subtitle version. I sure you're did. you're a fan. Yeah. Uh, what was the Japanese name for this one? It was uh, Goku and Bulma. Oh, that's it? Wow, okay. That's, that, that's succinct. I was expecting, like... Miracle! A strange boy in the woods with a tail? Nah, it's but just yeah, just, just Goku and Bulma, huh? I, I think I think you've gotten too used to like fucking Tokusatsu titles. I, I think I mean, I mean, Dragon Ball I Z becomes Dragon Ball Super right now, and it definitely has that naming structure. Yeah, and yeah, okay. Dragon Ball Z definitely, yeah, definitely gets that naming structure later on. Yeah, but yeah, the 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 title that we have is uh, the Legend of the Dragon Ball. Or Secret of the Dragon Ball? That's what it says on my screen. Yeah, that's really? what it says I on thought it, I thought it was Legend. Okay. Who knows? No, you're right. <laughs> it's Secret. Dra- yeah. I, I literally was just going off the top of my head and wasn't, wasn't actually reading it. Sure, sure. Um, um, Mike, so- this, as your first like exposure to Dragon Ball, were you expecting it to be this heavy and piss? Because I'll be honest, I wasn't. <laughs> I can't believe you tricked me into watching a 20-minute pissing montage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just peeing. The whole it's just peeing. He's just, it's just Goku going around peeing on everything. He's like a cat that hasn't been house-trained. <laughs> like, it's kind of nuts. Um, but no, for real. So we can, can we talk about the intro song real quick? Because yeah, I love sure. it. Yeah. Um, it's like, find the Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. Find Gotta the dragon find balls. Seriously, you need to find those fucking dragon balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is completely different from the, the real version. That's just, you know, a, a Japanese anime intro song. It, it it sounds like they tried to get, like, the melody and music to be similar. Right. But the lyrics are definitely just random stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like, they, they still wanted it to rhyme like a song, you know? That's from the original, that whole, like, Going on an adventure, gonna have a fun time. Gonna make some friends. I have no idea what the 
the intro was like in the original like dub that I saw as a kid because again that's so long ago. Right, right. Um, so for this first episode, we only just well, Mike found it earlier today, but he's lazy. We only just found out that you can watch the censored versions of these episodes on Funimation. So in the future, I'm at least going to try to watch the censored and uncensored versions. But this time, I think me and Mike watched the uncut version of the dub and Emily watched the sub. I watched both the uncut dub and the sub. Oh, you watched both. Okay. So I wanted to be able to compare them and be like, this is this, this is different here. But honestly, it's not that different. There's little right. tweaks here and there. I would say the biggest tweak is that Goku's a little less nice and more just like, like there's a line later on where he's like, I didn't want, I, I hope I didn't hurt you or whatever. I don't like hurting people. That's not this version at all. The Japanese sure. one because Goku yeah, loves yeah. hurting people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, God. And he's, Bul- he's less real Batman and more like fucking, uh, Christopher Nolan Batman. I yeah. don't know about that. <laughs> and, and, and Bulma is more conniving. Like, she's definitely a little bit more like, right. I'm going to manipulate this kid immediately. She's already right. pretty conniving. But she's yeah. a little bit more conniving. Like, there's a few of the things that she says, like, um, and like, there's a, there's a funny moment I'll get to later where, like, some line changes and everything. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. We will, okay. uh, yeah, let's start from the top, though. Um, so we, uh, we open on some black and white watercolor paintings, and fucking Burl Ives shows up. It <laughs> starts talking about how, you know, all the other Saiyans wouldn't let poor Goku play in any Saiyan games. Right. Uh, well, but- that's not anything like what's going on, no. I was just keeping on going with the Burl Ives joke because that's really the vibe I get from this narrator. No, yeah, it really saying. is. We, we get this story about how there's like these ancient mountains and forests that you know most people have never been to. They're untouched by time. And there was an old martial arts master who lived here who found okay. an abandoned baby yeah. uh, and took him in. And the boy's grown, the baby's grown up to be a strong little boy. So that's a Who little bit stale. different there so too. Is, so this is they, weird, and I know, I know there are a lot of folks out there that are way too religious about like hammering on the like the show don't tell rule because it's not actually really a hard and fast rule. It's just kind of no. sure. just kind of a rule of thumb. But like, it is really strange that we are just told this. Like, we don't see what Gohan looks like or anything. Mm-hmm. We right. don't see Goku yeah, get yeah. found. We're just told that that happened, and then Goku does some like Tai Chi. Right, it's it's kind of reminiscent, and well, this is backwards, but it reminds me of like the Avatar intro. Oh yeah, where it's just like describing the history of like that story so far, and then it like cuts into the you know previously stuff. I mean, that makes a bit more sense because with Avatar, they're explaining like the whole setting. Right. With this, we're not really given anything about the setting. We're just told about no, Gohan no. and Goku. Well, listen, we're not giving anything about the setting because this setting is nonsense <laughs> in a delightful way. But, yeah. Um, but, Guys, yeah. I was muted. I was trying to say stuff. Oh, okay. What do you have to say? <laughs> um, well, just, like, erase my recorded lines during all that. Okay, sure. so um, I was going to say that in the Japanese version, it specifically says, like, this is in the past. It, right. it, does, it does, like, a whole, like, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away business like this is oh, Earth. really like it doesn't say galaxy far away but it says like in a, a long time ago in a far away place so it, it implies that dragon ball takes place like in the past to our earth which kind of makes that's sense that's obviously crazy in the first episode well 
I mean, obviously, civilization just fell, and then it rises back up again, and we don't have any like indication oh, of the capsule I mean, corp technology and all that stuff. Because there's dinosaurs could, in this world. This could both tigers. be taking place in a fantastical, non-existent world, and also in the past of this world. But sure. like, once you've established that this is a this setting is like it's a weird mystical place that isn't real. Like you kind of don't need to explain where in the timeline it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But I get what. Yeah, it's just sort of a once upon a time type deal. Sure. Um, yeah, once upon a time there was a woman who captured cars like Pokemon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. But yeah, we get yeah this backstory of Goku and how he's just a strong little boy and he's got a Dragon Ball which belonged to his grandfather and he's gonna keep it safe. And then we see a dinosaur. Yeah, you know dinosaur. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, it's just it happens. Yeah, it's a dinosaur. Uh, and we see some monkeys and Goku's like Goku's carrying this enormous fucking saw on a stick thing. Yeah, and yeah. Rolling a massive log down a hill. He's just sort of, like, walking on top of this giant hunk of tree trunk to, like, roll it. Yeah. I'm surprised he needs a saw at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) It's got a very, like, almost, it's just very, like, natural and just sort of hanging out in nature type stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we got a lot of shots of just a creek and things like that. Yeah, yeah, like, just little fish nibbling at stuff in a creek and, like, he's waving at monkeys and it's just kind of cute and nice and peaceful. And um, yeah. an- one thing that's interesting about the Dragon Ball dub compared to the Dragon Ball Z dub is that they don't change any of the music. It sounds like they oh, yeah. made it like higher quality. Because when I listen to the, like, the Japanese version, the-, the sound sounds like it's from like an 80s show. They didn't really up the right. fidelity at all. But they did. I-, I-, I even had a moment where I'm like, is this the same music? And then I rewatched some of the dub and I'm like, okay, it is the same music. But in like DBZ, as we'll see... They completely reworked the soundtrack into this like crazy rock music that that's like constant. They didn't, right, they, yes. they didn't do that with this. They just kept the same soundtrack, which I thought was you know it's cool yeah. and it yeah. works better because if they just put like random rock music in this, that would have not worked as well. It works no, in Dragon no, Ball no. Z, which is crazy and action packed, but right and it's Dragon so Ball much. gets pretty action packed at times too. But this is more yeah, just sort of mood setting and mm-hmm. quiet. I'm kind of I'm I'm actually really into it. Um, yeah. But so what happens is Goku picks up this hunk of log and, like, struggles to lift it at first, but then throws it into the air, yeah. jumps up and punches it, and it just becomes perfectly rectangular pieces of firewood. <laughs> he punches it once and it collapses into a pyramid of firewood. It's yeah, so a, good. A perfect placement pyramid of firewood. Uh, and then, and then he it just he realizes doesn't... he's hungry. Yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to, like, a cliff face somewhere else in these mountains where there is a single car driving. And the narrator says, little does Goku know. Uh, His life say? is about to enter a radical new phase. Yes. Totally, totally radical. radical. <laughs> and Bulma's car pulls into frame. It says turbo written across the door, which is great. It's very good. And, and I, I, uh, I don't yeah. think the narrator 
narrated this part in the Japanese version, but I could be wrong. I, I can believe that. It's really not a necessary piece of narration, except it's absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. necessary. <laughs> it's it's so wonderful, though, because, like, again, like, this narrator sounds kind of like a grandpa talking over the radio. Yes. Like, like he's just, sit down, kids. Like, Grandpa Jim's gonna tell you the story about Goku and the Dragon Balls. Let me just take another sip of the old sarsaparilla, and here we go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Bulma gets out of her car, kind of stretches. She's got her name written on her shirt, which is great. Yes. Hey, uh, what does the 97 on her back stand for? I'm not sure. Yeah. Toriyama just puts like a lot of random things and like he does, he does some pretty interesting clothes as we'll see as the series goes on. But I I don't know if it actually means anything. I totally could. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if it means something. So I, can, I, I searched Bulma 97 and I just got a lot of links to where you can buy that shirt. That's pretty cool. Well, all yeah. right. So she gets out to check her, uh, what we'll later find is her like Dragon Ball radar. Which right. is very irresponsible that she stopped the car to check it first instead of just driving. Yeah. yeah Please actually. don't impressed. refer to your Dragon Ball magical orb seeking radar and drive. Especially when you're on a cliff face. Like that's <laughs> yes. kind of important. Um, but so we cut back to Goku's, uh, home and we see him talking to his grandpa and by talking to his grandpa, I mean specifically talking to the dragon ball that his dead grandpa left him behind, yes. but he calls it grandpa. Yeah. Which you can tell this is the first episode because they do not care about making those stars consistent on that ball. No. They're just all over the place. Yeah. But it, it, it's, I think it's sometimes it's just like, yeah, like. In some angles, it's like a D four that kind of like you know the, the two they're right. lined up, and then other yeah. angles, it's like three of them are diagonal while one of them's to the side. Like yeah. it doesn't, it just completely changes. And I want to uh, about like Go, Goku talking to like this thing. Like there's there's a lot in Japan, like in Japanese culture, they'll have like memorials that they'll like yeah, say yeah, like yeah. "Good morning, Grandpa" too, and it's, it's kind of just like that, except it's just like this Dragon Ball. So kind of right. Knowing Japanese culture, this this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, and it makes a special sense for Goku because, as we'll learn later, he has never met another like human, human being. being. Yeah, so it makes which, sense. He which, would kind of have a little fucked. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. So he so. For someone who lives completely alone, he talks to himself kind of a lot. Um, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, he probably would just go crazy if he did it. <laughs> right. It's listen. Just because he doesn't I have suppose. a volleyball to put a bloody handprint on doesn't mean he, he doesn't need to talk. Grandpa. Oh man, what if he put a bloody handprint on that orb? <laughs> oh, so. oh god! If if the four star Dragon Ball was Goku's Wilson, this would be so much better. <laughs> So better, so yeah. It, sure. It starts glowing with like mystical energy, and apparently, it, it it he's never seen to do that before, right? And he thinks his grandpa's trying to talk to him, and then when it stops doing that, he's like, "Oh, well, okay, that's fine. You can tell me later." Yeah. And he goes to get food, which I will say at this point, I'm already liking Goku because he doesn't freak out when something weird and magical happens. He's just like, "Huh, neat." Of course, he doesn't. It's Goku. I mean, well, right, right, but we don't know the, that at this point. <laughs> considering the setting, like, it's, and, and I know this is inevitably going to happen, but it's right. it's going to be really weird when characters do start freaking out about weird mystical shit. Sure. Because this is apparently a world full of weird mystical shit. 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm just saying as like our jumping on point, I like that Goku is not like, oh, God, it's glowing. What could this mean? You're just like, huh. All right, then. Well, All right, later, I, Grandpa. I I'll be back soon. Again, like, it's a really minor difference. So, I, I, But I, I feel in the, in the Japanese version, it's more like, hey, was that glowing? Huh. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, like he, he wasn't sure if it was glowing or not. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't talk to it and say, yeah. like, Oh, Grandpa, do can you do it again? Like that, like they, that's one thing is they add a lot of incidental dialogue. Sure, in, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. The, the characters' the mouths move a lot more than they like theoretically would. True, but even when like you don't see character mouths moving, like, you'll see like yeah. I, I think like later on in like the 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 bike scene with with Bulma, she's like talking about her driving as she's driving. I don't think there's any dialogue in the Japanese version during that part. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but so Goku just kind of asks his stomach what he feels like having, and his stomach settles on fish, and, and he goes like, to... Again, in the Japanese version, he mentions that he ate a bear yesterday, so he won't have that again. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. Geez. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so, um, he settles on fish, but he stops for a snack along the way because he finds an apple tree. And as he starts eating these apples, he throws an apple core, and it lands on a saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Because we just have those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we get a chase sequence. Yeah, he's... he's and, but, like, Goku is not at all worried that he's being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. He's just like, all right, come get me. And like, oh, the you almost got me! You almost the, got me! <laughs> it's funny, too, because the music makes it sound like it's a harrowing thing, but he's just like, eh. <laughs> right, Goku is having yeah, fun with this. Yeah. Also, his his running sound effect is totally just the running sound effect from all the Charlie Brown specials. Yeah, I assume that is something that got added to the dub. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll have to pay attention to that. The weird little that. slappy noises as he runs? Maybe. Yeah, yeah all right, well, I will have to start watching the sub, too. Um, but and then yeah, it, it just goes full Looney Tunes after that. Yeah, he fucking Wily Coyotes this saber-toothed tiger into falling off the cliff. <laughs> Right, he, um, Goku runs off the cliff but grabs a tree branch and then the tiger can't stop itself from falling into the river. Yeah, and I, I assume it's just dead now. I Yeah, well, well, maybe. I mean, the branch breaks and Goku falls in the river and he's fine, but then again, he is Goku, so it's hard yeah, to say. Goku yeah. is very strong. So. As we'll yeah. see later, he can, res- he can he has, he's resistant to damage, as we'll see. He doesn't take fall damage. There's no fall damage in this game. <laughs> <laughs> At least, it's at least not for the main character. Right. And we, so, we get our first instance of naked Goku. Some good old naked time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, like, yeah, how he, far? He, yeah, it's just shy of seven minutes before we get to naked time. Right. Um, so, basically, after he falls Todd in the water, he... dick seven minutes. God. <laughs> so, Goku strips down and decides that it's time to start fishing, and apparently his method of fishing is just to fucking dip his tail in the water until a fish bites. Right. Yeah, uh, although, I, although, before he actually starts, he stops to pee in the water. Right, because... Of yeah. Because Dragon Ball is all about piss. Like, Dragon Ball is all about piss. <laughs> I'd forgotten how the, about the piss quality of this show. You know, like um, in Deus Ex, how everything has a piss filter? If that's right. just Dragon Ball. It's uh-huh, heavily inspired yep. by Dragon Ball. Um, but yeah, he fishes up this giant... like Which talks in the Japanese version. Oh, does it? 
Yeah, it's like, that's oh, great. time for dinner or something like that. Like, oh, that's set, such a weird speaks. change. Oh, and that's fucked up considering what happens. I uh-huh. guess they didn't want Goku to murder and eat a sentient being. I suppose that must have been it. Yeah, uh, I guess that's why they also cut out the bear line. Right. I, I guess, Go- do you think Goku ate that bear and intends to eat this fish, like, while it's still alive? <laughs> no, I, do, you think I, he just, no. do you think he just bites down and the an- while the animal's screaming? No, well, I, I mean, don't he, he, think he, that. He killed the fish. I mean, like, he's walking around with a dead right. fish later. Yeah, because the, mean... the fish leaps out of the water and he drop kicks it. And uh, his clothes are still off. So, I mean, speaking of Goku's Wilson, you get a nice clear shot of it. In this. <laughs> Goku's Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But and th- so- it's, 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 it's like, it's not like... It's just like whatever. It's like if you saw like a toddler running around naked. It's like oh, those kids. Oh yeah, it's, absolutely. It's not like, yeah. How it's, how old is Goku supposed to be? Uh, let's leave that question for later. Why don't we? How old do you think he is? I don't know. Maybe twelve. Oh, okay. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was gonna say. And I'm guessing I'm guessing Bulma because she looks like an adult, but this is anime. Is probably like fourteen. Oh yeah, she's like a that's I mean, about she's right, like sixteen yeah. ish. Yeah. yeah, I want to say sixteen. I don't remember for sure. There is an episode later where Goku's like, "Oh yeah, I am older than you, Krillin," and everyone's like, "What? You're four feet tall. How can you be that old?" <laughs> he gets a gross for it later, though. Right. Boy, howdy, does he? But so, <laughs> uh, speaking of Bulma, so we get we we have a lifelong friendship start the way all the best lifelong friendships start and that's yes. with one one of the participants hitting the other with a car right uh yeah she does not see goku coming with his giant fish and accidentally rams right into him uh he's fine but it hurts so he thinks this car is a monster trying to steal his fish cuz he's never seen a car before right right so he just lifts it into the air to throw it yeah. He fucking, the cover of the first Superman comic fucking yeah. lifts this yes. car and throws it down. <laughs> I said that we were watching it. I was like, oh, action comics number one changed. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and, and at this point, Bulma now Bulma pulls out a concerned. fucking gun. Bulma sticks her head out of the window and pulls a gun on him. And then she shoots him. And he's a child. She was, a, she, and she's like surprised he's not dead. She had full intended to kill a child. I mean, in totally her defense, cool he that. just he lifted up and threw her car while she oh, was in it. A like child. <laughs> he's a weird, angry mountain boy with a monkey tail. I can believe that it's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, as far as she knows, she's up against the fucking Hulk. Like right. she she needs to take this kid out. I will say though, like the monkey tail, like she acts like it's a weird thing. But it's really not that weird. <laughs> Compared as, to everything else in this world, no, you're right. Well, no, like, and especially as we see, that, like, there's anthropomorphic animal characters. Like, the right. king of the world is, is a dog which is, man. Which, by the way, there's the king of the world is a dog man. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> the, there's animal people walking around everywhere. So it's not that weird that he's got a tail, but they act right. like it is. But again, this is the first chapter or like, right. first episode of it. So maybe Toriyama had not decided he was going to have that in the story yet. But yeah. Oolong's in there, so I don't know. Who knows? I mean, we we got uh, we meet Shu here at the beginning. That, it's, that's his name, Shu, right? Yeah, yeah, that's dude. true. We see a dog man in this episode. That's yeah. true. But so, but yeah, Bulma, she's, she's a fox. she unloads a clip into him, but it doesn't hurt him at all because he's impervious yeah. to bullets. <laughs> so he's straight up about to kill her at this point. Yeah, and Fair. she's like, she's like, wait, wait, I'm a human being. 
and we get this like awkward s- sequence where like she has to convince him that she's a human, but he's never seen any other human other than a grandpa. Right. And he's in particular never seen a girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, to I know where this is going. F- to be fair, Goku never gets past like childlike naivety innocence about it. Like she makes it weird and like the 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 show makes it weird. Right. Like it's it's specifically Toriyama's trying to have like, you know, like uh perv humor. But yeah, absolutely. The character Goku himself is an innocent child who doesn't like care about that stuff at all. Yeah, Goku and, yeah. does not understand the concept of uh, like anything. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, he he says that at some point his grandpa told him that if he ever met a girl, he should be extremely polite to them. Yeah, yeah, and he he does that, uh, but he also checks to see if she has a tail. Which is where we get our first panty shot of the right, series. Right, he lifts yep. her skirt to see if he can see her tail, and she understandably doesn't like that. No. Yeah. But she also understandably is taken aback a bit by the by the comment about having a tail, because apparently, in spite of all the weird mystical shit in this world, I guess a human having an animal tail just doesn't happen. Right, just, it's impossible, Mike. <laughs> and, and like... Okay, like I, I've never changed. I think she, I think he says like, "Oh, maybe your tail hasn't grown in yet," and she's like, "Oh yeah, maybe that's it." In like the Japanese version, she's laughing herself in the head. She's like, "What a lame kid! Does he think that tail accessory is cool?" <laughs> oh, she doesn't think it's real. She just thinks he's a furry. <laughs> wow. I do like Goku being like, "No, it's okay. Maybe it just takes longer for girls to grow their tails." <laughs> no, I mean they definitely try to make Goku very cute in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she explains to him that, uh, she was not commanding a monster. She was just driving a car. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know about cars. I've heard of those. Um. And he concludes that, oh, you must be from one of the big cities. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, I guess. And so they start heading back to Goku's place. You right. know, Luke? Yeah? I gotta, I gotta say I'm confused here because, like, if I recall in Dragon Ball, uh, Goku goes to high school... And, like, he's seen lots of cars. Like, he almost gets run over by a bully's car. Like, in one oh, point. yeah, that's like, true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's weird that, like, I don't understand where this show's coming from. Yeah. Like, I, I could have sworn, like, Goku went to high school and was, like, bullied Oh, and I stuff, cannot wait and... for us to do a bonus episode on Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> so bad. Oh, it's not a good film. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Uh, Mike, that do you have any done. idea what she's talking about? I, I know what Dragon Ball Evolution is. Okay. I've never seen it. Uh, Goku goes to high school in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I picked. I picked up that much. Yeah, there is an amazing <laughs> scene where he tries to comb back all of his hair, and then it like with a spring sound effect shoinks back up into like Goku hair, which is kind so, of lore friendly, as we learn about Saiyans later. But yeah, that's the only lore friendly thing in that whole movie. Oh god, that movie! So does that movie try to take itself seriously? Oh, oh kind of. It was okay, campy, but it choice. also tried to take itself seriously. Like I don't know, like it was. And it weird. also tried to cram like one hundred episodes of Dragon Ball into one movie. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: if if you're gonna try and do that, well, the correct move first is not to do it. But if you're going to do it. Like, you have to just kind of ha- embrace how dumb the thing you're doing is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they evidently did not. Okay. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I could write a better Dragon Ball movie than that one. Uh, anyway, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, he takes Momo back to his house as an apology for almost murdering her. And also, he's probably curious about like the outside. Oh, world. Yeah. I, get, I get the feeling of that. Like, he wants Definitely. to hear stories from her. One hundred percent. But and she checks her uh, Dragon Ball radar and finds that. Uh, it looks like the one that she's been tracking is at his house. So she's like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And, 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 and like the Japanese one, she's like, maybe I can use this guy like already, like right here. She's like, I can use this guy as a bodyguard. Oh, and she's already making that plan. I see. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and because they just won't drop it, Bulma asked to have a line about like, you better not do anything pervy. And Goku's like, what the hell are you talking about? And lead off from Goku asking, like, let's play, let's play, or something like that. And again, that doesn't happen in the Japanese version. He just says, like, let's go eat the fish. He doesn't mention playing with her. And then, but in this version, she leads from playing to, let's, yeah, and then. Yeah. And he doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, because he's Goku. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I do love they have an exchange where, like, she asks him his name. He's like, Goku. And he's like, what's yours? And she has a moment of just silence where I feel like she just wants to point to her shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's also embarrassed about it. But, and that's another thing that's a change is that Goku says, Goku, G-O-Q-K-U. Right. Um, and and in the Japanese version, he goes, Goku, San, Goku. For some reason in the dub, they just don't like saying Goku's full name. Oh, Goku does not have a last name in the dub. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I, it's a weird change, but yeah, he's just Goku. He's not Son Goku. I think that I think maybe they felt that that would throw American viewers off if like his last name came first. Well, but they could just say I'm Goku, Goku Son. I suppose. Yeah. Like they could just flip it. I don't know. It's weird. But it, yeah. it is. It's also weird that like both Goku and Bulma decide that the other person's name is weird. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, in, in Goku's defense, Bulma's named after underwear. I think he's right. But that kind of gets lost what in is- translation, because Bulma doesn't sound like Bloomer, right. like right. it does in Japan. So it, so what? what is Goku again? Is that like fried chicken? Is, what is Goku's? I know his Saiyan name is Kakarot, which is just carrot. Well, yeah, because San Goku is literally the name of the character from Journey to the West. Like oh, the okay, yeah. So right, yeah, right. Might yeah. Be different. Like his 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 Chinese name is Sun Wukong, but right. like the Japanese made another name for him, which is Son Goku, and they just he just literally named him that. Like yeah. Bulma is like again, I I need to look this up before the next episode. Sure. But like she's like the priest character from Journey to the West who comes and tames the the demon monkey king to become the his bodyguard in the original right. being a male priest, and then yeah. this it's just. She manipulates him into doing it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he doesn't have a food pun name. He's one of the few, one of the proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually does have a pun name. He just doesn't know it. Right, yeah, it's a different kind I of mean, pun name. I mean, maybe Goku also means something to do with food. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows. Um, but yeah, I'm waiting for the episode to catch up. <laughs> yeah, so they, they get to Goku's place. Yes. And... The the four star Dragon Ball starts glowing again, yeah. And I'm I'm still in this mentality of fucking Burl Ives. Expe- I'm expecting him to start talking. So I'm just like Goku with your balls so bright. <laughs> and oh, please do not say Goku with your balls so bright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one ball, <laughs> just the one, just the one, just the one. So mm. 
Bulma explains what the deal is. She's like, yeah, your ball's glowing because my balls are glowing. Right. And <laughs> I don't like this. I'm a child. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Luke. Yeah? You are in for at least ten years of ball jokes. Like, <laughs> don't even fucking front. You well, know what's I don't happening. Know, because these things become a lot less important to the plot later on. You know. I suppose, but at least for the time being, balls, 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 balls. Well, on that <laughs> note, why don't we take a quick break? Okay. Uh, okay. Talk more about balls. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah, let's get all this ball though. talk out of our out of our systems and come right back. We sure as hell won't. Bye. Bye. And we're back. And Goku's got a girl in his house. And they're showing each other their balls. Yep. Yep. That's you how couldn't that works. escape it after all. Yep. So well, I mean, you didn't even try, Luke. <laughs> but, yeah, you're not wrong. I didn't. <laughs> you're the one so, complaining about it, and Mike was all. What if I just say the word "balls" and then isolate that and slow it down so that it spans the entire length of the episode? No. Do you want if, our podcast to be unlistenable, Luke? No, it'll be it'll be mixed down. You Wait, know, is it no. is it listenable at this point? <laughs> Jesus! Hey, if you've been hearing a weird low like creaking noise, that's what that is, listeners. Oh my god! Please don't actually do that. Um, I don't <laughs> promise anything. So anyway, so Bulma convinces Goku to to put his grandpa's well. Ball. We should we should mention too that it does flip to like. Our antagonists. Well, no, no. This is this is after what I'm about to what to say. Um, because I don't think so. I think she's no, like because like they, no, cause, cause they, he, they put he, them together and the balls start glowing and then Bulma tells Goku, "Yeah, don't you know what these do?" He's like, okay, "No, you are on the right track." Sorry, yeah, yeah. My and bad. then and then she says, "Well, here, let me tell you what they do." And we cut away to the villains. And I actually, I, I'm I'm being real particular about this because I actually really like the way they set up this scene. Because mm-hmm. they show Bulma about to explain to Goku what the Dragon Balls do, and then we cut to our villains, and instead of sitting there and having more dialogue between Bulma and Goku where she exposits at him, yeah. we have a scene where we kind of kill two birds with one stone, where we meet the villains and also we find out what the Dragon Balls do at the same time. And I think that's – I I like that. I think that's good writing. No, it's, right, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's good. And um, I will say that these are also us. <laughs> yeah, that, this is what we based our album art off of. We've got Emperor Pilaf and his two henchmen. He's got Shu, who's like a little ninja fox dog guy, and Mai, who is this like long-haired lady in like a Chinese military outfit. Who I don't think she's a gun in this scene, but normally she does. Yeah, she's usually she's gonna shoot some people. <laughs> so there is one thing with the scene that I was disappointed by. When they walked in, there were just all these, like, suits of armor lining the walls as they walk up to this pedestal that the Dragon Ball is on. Right. I was really expecting, slash hoping, that as soon as Pilaf picked up the ball, the suits of armor would come to life and attack them. Sure. Mm, yeah, but sadly, I really one does, this like, to be a trap. fall on top of him, but then it's, like, visor slips open and there's just a skull in there and it's just a dead knight. I mean that still would have that still would have been okay, you know. If, if that's they were really some like Dark Soulsy kind of storytelling there, because they opened up this like ancient hall, and you think these are just suits of armor, but there's knights in there who just stood guard until they rotted away into nothing. Jeez, I didn't think <laughs> like about it's, that. It's a quick second that implies a lot. Mm-hmm. And bats fly out of the skull. 
Which, which is one fun. are they getting there? I don't know, just hanging out. <laughs> and so, Pilot's like, that was awkward. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Dragon Ball. I'm so glad I'm going to go ahead and make a wish right now. And Mai is just like, uh, sir, I hate to break it to you, but you kind of need the whole set to make the wish. Yeah, you got to get all seven. And he's he's bummed, and she's just like, yeah, but imagine it. You can have whatever you want. The world will be yours. There was a snake in that skull, too. But how do Jesus. how do these animals get in here? I don't know. It's not, it's not that big of a... It's a human skull. Like, it's not that yeah, big. A human skull's not <laughs> in space. Like, three bats and a snake were just hanging out in there, and the snake didn't, like, attack the bats or anything. Right. They were just in there. Yeah. Nope. They... They've just been hanging out, waiting for their chance to spook somebody. <laughs> <laughs> These animals are just pranksters. Yeah. Right. So, we should describe Pilaf, too. He's this weird, like, two-foot-tall imp guy with, like, what do you call those frilly collars that he's got? I have no idea. Um, uh, yeah. Frilly collar, I'm searching up. Ruffle blouse, I guess, is what you call them. Wow. wow. That's... That's a hell of a name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so oh, wait, no, that's a that's a woman's fashion thing. They lied to me. You lied to me. Uh, you lied to me. Listen, don't don't really judge Pilaf for his, his fashion choices. Um. Also, I, I think no, he's wearing a ruff. A what? A ruff. A ruff. Yeah, like R U F F. I think I thought I think I like ruffle blouse more. To be honest. Yeah. 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 But so he's a, he's a rough boy, and I'm out later, everybody. Uh, so <laughs> okay, so they keep the Shu and and Mai keep referring to Pilaf as an emperor, right? Who or what is he an emperor of? Oh, that's a great question. Those two mainly. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> okay. if they ever really established that uh, Emperor Pilaf has an empire. That's. That's really strange. He's got a castle. That's I, something. I don't even know why they follow him. To be um, quite honest. I can kind of get it at this point, but kind of spoiling things a little bit, Mike, these guys are eventually going to turn into like the team rocket of Dragon Ball. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But so, but so they did. So these two other characters, like I guess one is an assassin lady and the other is a ninja have just yeah. sort of sworn fealty to this weird gremlin, I guess. Yeah, it's really not clear. <laughs> okay, all right, sure. <laughs> There's a lot of things that really um, request that you don't examine them in the world of Dragon Ball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they like they never break loyalty either, even after they fail so much. Like, Pia. oh yeah, they, they hate his guts by the end of Dragon Ball, but they still followed him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Anyway. But like basically, uh, he wants to make a wish to to rule the world, and so we we find out here that the Dragon Balls, and and now I know why you were laughing so much when I said that what I thought the Dragon Balls did was bring people back to life because apparently, apparently, actually they grant a wish. They which, grant you any wish you want, which happens to be bringing people back to life a lot, almost <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> but he he wants to rule the world and. Also, we kind of missed it, but, like, there was a line when we started this scene uh, back during the Goku-Bulma part before the transition where, like, Bulma pulls out, she's got, like, the five-star Dragon Ball and the two-star Dragon Ball, and Goku says, wow, you've got two grandpas. 
Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, but basically, at this point, like Bulma basically tries to trick Goku into either giving her the ball or just tricking him into going along with her. Right. And she actually tries to bribe him with like a peek at her butt, but yeah. again, like he has yeah. no interest in that kind of thing. In the, in the Japanese, she offers him to touch her butt. Yeah, I figured it was going to be a little more explicit in the Japanese version. Yeah, and and, For and uncut I, version. This is still pretty censored. And I and I will say that it's it's kind of like in the UK, this must have been an even worse scene because Goku's exact words in the English version are, "I don't want to touch your dirty fanny." And right, yeah, you're right, right. Fanny oh, does not mean butt in the UK. No, it sure doesn't. Mm. So no, I, no, no. I wonder I don't how much touch is... your fucking dirty puss. <laughs> ah! God. <laughs> oh. Here's the thing, though. I don't know how much like these dialogue changes are actually like censorship and just like more what folks thought would would work better in English. Oh, to be clear, when I say censorship, I don't mean it in the shitty like. Oh, they put a shirt on on that anime girl and from yeah, my favorite. We're not complaining about they censorship. We're just her saying. Bones. I'm just saying they toned it down. <laughs> and like, bones. I'm not. I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with the decision to tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that it, it doesn't work as well in the English version because she, she says a peak, but she's already given him a peak. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like it's our. You already. You, all your cards are on the table already. Maybe she's saying that she'll yeah. drop the the panties too. Who knows? Oh, maybe. Jesus. Let's really examine but... this scene where a teenager tries to uh, sexually like harass a child. Yeah. So basically, Bulma convinces Goku if if he won't give her the ball, that he should at least go with her so he can see the world and make his grandpa proud. Yes. And, and at some point during this conversation, we learn that Bulma, as opposed to Emperor Pilaf, who wants to wish to rule the entire Earth, Bulma just wants a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She wants the perfect boyfriend, which, Bulma, kid, you're aiming low. Like, <laughs> listen, listen, you want to meet a significant other? Just fucking start a podcast. It works every time. I think, listen, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, listen, Luke, Luke, for three out of three people in this conversation right now, that's how it worked. <laughs> Mike. So that's a 100% success rate as it's far true. as I'm concerned. It's true. <laughs> I think you might have um. some confirmation bias there, buddy. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I, I still know that, that, is, that is really Bulma. aiming low. You get any wish in the world. Right. And she's going to wish for a boyfriend, which raises some questions about what happens if she actually succeeds. Like, does the dragon create a new man from whole cloth? Right. Does it's the dragon possible. find a random man who'd be super compatible with Bulma and just fucking enslave him? Like, how would that go down? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I just want the about- montage of, like, the flashback to... Like, all of the failed dates Bulma has gone on. There's no to her <laughs> saying, forget going out with guys and trying to get to know them. I'm going to go on a life-risking, years-long journey across the globe to get magical wishing orbs. Yep. Listen, and, it's not and, her fault that her soulmate is apparently on another planet or something. <laughs> That's true. And, and we, we, we don't know anything about Bulma yet, but, like, given, like, what her, her actual, like, backstory is and, like, what her situation is, there are much easier ways for her to get a good boyfriend. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
So, she says she's a woman in tech, so maybe most of the boys around her are not desirable. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, so it's like a Silicon Valley situation. Oh, right, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, okay. Because okay, she's so, pretty much the daughter of, like, Steve Jobs. Like He's, he's like, one of the biggest right. inventors in, like, the world. Like, I'm just maybe that's what it comes down to, though, Emily. Maybe she wants someone that loves her for her and not for her prestige or money. We're talking about Bulma. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Never mind. She's, she's very shallow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bulma fucking pulls out this like cigarette case full of uh, capsules and throws one, and it explodes into a motorcycle. Mike, can you yep. say capsule for me one more time? I capsule. love capsule. Capsule. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good, buddy. Hey, Luke. Hey, Luke. Yeah. What, what, what do children color with? Crayons. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. complimenting you. I liked how you said capsule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was very good. Um, um, so. and, and they call them dino caps here. And in the Japanese, they call them hoi poi caps. I'm not sure if hoi poi is a cutesy word for dinosaur like dino is in English. I have no idea. Wait, so they, they, they don't bother to translate that in the sub? Uh, a cool. Oh, that's that's hoi. Is it hoi poi or hoi poloi? Hoi poi. Hoi like poi. Okay. H o i p o i. Well, one of the very first things to come up is uh, pictures of capsules. So. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they might have just called them dino caps for literally no reason. They're like, or they hey, might just call them capsule capsules based on based on uh, Luke's discovery there. Hoi poi es una productora audiovisual de Reus, con las capsules que donen el nom, la nostra fiena es materializar les ideas dels nostros clientes. Okay. Do you know what that means? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they might have just called them dino caps because, hey, there's dinosaurs in this series. This is called them dino caps. Who knows? Right. Um, there's another thing later on where we see the, the, the power pole, they call in the English version, which is called the nyoibo in the, the Japanese. Right. Well, that, that makes like, a bit more sense. I know that that is definitely a Journey to the West thing, is, is Sun Wukong having this uh, magical, like, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shoot, what is it called? Bow? Because no, it's, it's called the nyoibo, so I don't know if that's it's called like that. It's like a cudgel. It's a cudgel, a magical cudgel that can okay. extend in length, right? Um, so basically Bulma and Goku get on the motorcycle and drive away and we get, uh, what is evidently some extra dialogue that's not in the original version where just Bulma talks about how I'm good of a driver sure. she is. Yeah. And they do a sick jump off of a hill that Bulma apparently didn't intend to do, but it, it lays right. the seed for something that happens later. And speaking of laying seeds for things that happen later, uh, Bulma just declares like, wait, hold on, I gotta make a pit stop, and Goku doesn't know what a pit stop is, so she has to explicitly tell him that she needs to pee, to which Goku just asks like, well, why doesn't she just pee right here? Yeah. Because right. we really need to focus on, th- this episode has a lot of fixations. Well, and in the Japanese version, when she gets behind the rock and screams, he says like, Oh, did something bite her wiener? Oh, boy. So, Goku uh, I mean, really does not know maybe. what, right. ana- you know, kind of anatomy that um, cis women have. <laughs> right. Right. 
so she she starts yelling about how Goku needs to hurry and come help her, and he's just like, "Hey, make up your mind. You told me not to follow you, and now you're telling me to come help you. Whatever." And she's been picked up by a giant pterodactyl monster. Which I love this sequence. It's really good. Uh, he asks the pterodactyl if he's a friend of Bulma's, and the pterodactyl's like, "Um, yeah, definitely." Anyway, yeah, I'm. We've I'm got, taking we've to got dinner, dinner plans, but it's just for two, and then he ties him to a tree. <laughs> he just stands there and lets him tie him up. Yeah, and after after the monster flies away, he's just like, I think that guy was lying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, and here's where we get two lines in rapid succession that that raise so many questions about the setting. So when Goku figures out that the monster is lying, the monster says that, well, you're a regular Einstein. And then oh, as yeah, he flies away, he tells Go- he tells Bulma that she needs to stop being such a downer because he wants a happy meal. So oh. Oh, I didn't even this- realize that. Yeah, in you, this- and you just shared that video the other day of um, <laughs> what was it called? The the uh, troll. Yeah, the troll problem mm-hmm. of basically if you like if you have a character refer to something that means that that thing exists in this world, and right. you have to deal with the ramifications of that. So in this world. There is an Einstein, or has been say, an Einstein. That part doesn't really shock me. Based yeah. on Even his McDonald's, honestly. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was a McDonald's Dragon Ball deal, yeah. like, several times. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so we... But so again, those are, all, those are all dub lines, like... Right, so, right, right. Right, right, right. That's right. everything, too, to so consider. So somewhere, somewhere in this world there's an Einstein, and somewhere in this world there's McDonald's, and it's freaking me way the hell out. But in any case, this monster <laughs> flies off with Bulma because he's gonna yum-yum eat her up. And Ooh. Goku basically unties himself with his tail, which, it, man, like the prehensile tail. I, I guess he's kind of a monkey. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. Yeah. It's, it's a prehensile monkey tail for sure. Yeah. That's so, not. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, how the hell am I going to get up in the air? I know. And he goes back to steal the motorcycle. And there's a, there's a little bit of him like trying to figure out how to make it go, which is understandable right. because he didn't know he's what like a motorcycle was before. He, doesn't, he still thinks it can like hear him. Yeah, he's talking to it like it's an animal. And then he does the sick jump. Uh, it doesn't quite make it as high as he needs to go, so he climbs on top of it. He jumps off of the motorcycle. It still doesn't quite get him as high as <laughs> he needs to go. At this point, he no longer has a plan. He never had a plan. This no longer counts mm. as an idea. This is acting on impulse. <laughs> so he he jumps off the motorcycle and still doesn't make it. And then he pulls out this stick that he's had on his back since he first left his grandpa's house toward the beginning of the episode. And he just says, power pull, get long or extend or something extend. like that. Extend. Yeah. Extend. Yeah. And he just fucking breaks this thing's skull. Yeah, yes. literally, like he breaks the crest off of his head in half. Yeah, to be clear, like if you don't know, and I, I'd be shocked if you didn't, but Mike exists, so more of you might. Goku has like a bow staff that just gets as long as he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a magic bow thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he manages to defeat the the monster, and then they're just free falling because this wasn't a plan. <laughs> free falling. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll see you guys. <laughs> then that took a lot this episode. <laughs> so uh, 
Bulma but freaks luckily, out. Goku, as we said before, Goku is impervious to fall damage. Yes. Yep. And he throws his bow staff, and we see later on what happens. And again, he in this in this version of it, he's like, um, let me just go back to see exactly what the line is here. Um, hmm, too bad. I really don't like to hurt anybody, but he gave me no yeah. choice. That's right. explicitly not Goku's character. He loves fighting. That's his favorite <laughs> thing in the world. Well, and, but he doesn't like, you know, I, that's he loves fighting, but also I will get into Goku's pacifistic tendencies someday. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of it is the dub again. But um, what he says in the Japanese one is like, oh, I guess I didn't save her. <laughs> uh, it's does. okay, Goku. Don't does. you know about Bulma's Bulma's bounce? Oh my god, honey! All right. Mm. Even I'm a little bit like Emily. Uh, you want to get out of here? No. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah, luckily Bulma has gotten like pinned to a cliff face by the power pole, right? And. Yep. And yeah, then it's, she goes it's like through her and sleeves. And a beautiful sparkling cascade of piss rains down. I what I didn't catch that. That's what that was the first time because like it's really? they don't it's well it's not a stream of liquid or anything. It's it's literally just sparkles. And I was trying to figure out what right. the fuck was going on. No, because Bulma pisses sparkles. I think yeah. they explicitly say it in a Japanese one. I think she goes like. Well, I guess I peed, and then Goku's like, good for you, Bulma. <laughs> like he's congratulating her. Right? On yeah, it. she doesn't draw attention to it in the dub. She's just like, get me down from here. Yeah, I guess yeah. they're just going to try and pretend that that's, that that's not what that is. Again, right. the, the script might be completely... The, the script might be the same as a censored version. So they might not even, like... They might not oh, mention maybe. it, and they might not even have that sparkle in, like, the censored version. They might, like, cut it out. So right, they would, of course, that would make not sense. To it. Yeah, I'm not sure, because I didn't watch... We didn't watch a censored one, so... Right, we'll learn so, next time. I just, I just want to just reiterate for the folks listening at home. In the first episode of the Dragon Ball series, one of the most well-known and prominent and popular animated series in history, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first episode introduces two main characters, and throughout the course of the episode, we see both of them peeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, that really sets a tone. It sure well, does. Again, this, this this original is supposed to be a comedy series, and Akira Toriyama's comedy is definitely like potty humor. That's definitely like, piss based. That's his thing is potty humor. It's mostly right. piss based. Yes. Like if, if you read like Doctor Slump, I think like a lot of that is like mm-hmm. shows there too. Um, Doctor well, Slump. Yeah, that that's something that he made before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Doctor Slump what that the fuck like is cameo that about? is later on, right? Doctor Slump is about a guy. It's a comedy again, where he it's it's an adventure dude who makes a robot girl who's really strong, yeah. and yeah, he doesn't yeah. want anyone to know that she's a robot girl. And then at some, some point, reason. Goku's gonna take a wrong turn at Albuquerque and end up on the island where all the Doctor Slump characters live. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did did Doctor Slump ever get a cartoon? I don't think so. Hmm. No. And then we get this really cool ending theme that's like well, super well before poppy. we get to, before we get to the theme, the fucking animator who had, had fallen asleep in his rocking chair wakes back up and starts oh. animating again and is like and it's narrator? start so, oh sorry narrator my bad he fucking wondering, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like i'm pretty sure animation happens here <laughs> yeah. the whole time yeah, sorry the narrator <laughs> the narrator wakes up from his booze nap and is just like it's just the start of a brand new adventure for bulma and goku and here we go silver and gold and that's and then that's the end of the episode <laughs> 
And then we get the ending credits, and it mostly seems to consist of Bulma posing in front of vehicles. Which sure. yeah. I, I love. Like, the first look we see is, like, she's got, like, the bandage on her face. And I, I think this might have come from, like, chapter art that um, Toriyama did. Oh, that did. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, can see that. Yeah, and she's got, like, one pant leg missing, and she's, like, got an SMG, and it's, like, desert Mad Max-style look, right. and I fucking love it, and Boma's the best. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the end credits, uh, the imagery is is very, very Boma-focused. Yeah, which, I mean, is like, an ongoing thing in this entire series is... I am definitely not someone that ought to be here, but I'm here anyway. Yeah. And then we also see a few shots of characters that are soon to come, like Master right. Roshi and Krillin yeah. and, and Launch, who also is holding an SMG. Right, because so it's, it's, Girls, it's, Girls of Guns. good Launch, but she's got an SMG. <laughs> yeah, I love it, though. Girls of Guns is a good aesthetic that Toriyama seems to like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mike, what did you think of your first episode of Dragon Ball? Um, there, well, there was a lot more piss than I would like. Right, yes, of course. Um, which is to say that I don't want any piss in, in my television. Not even a little? Not even a little. I, I, I prefer my, uh, my television shows and animated mm. stories and just, really just everything to be as piss-free as possible. Urine-free. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, yeah, yeah. that's weird, I don't know. Okay. You say so. <laughs> well, how, how much? How much pee do you like in your in your stories, Luke? I mean, obviously, you don't want to overdo it, but it's you know, it's a seasoning. You want it to bring out the zest. The seasoning. Luke, I don't. Okay, Luke, just sprinkle some of that on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to think about piss being a seasoning. Thank you. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, although I, I guess I should point out that like Goku peed in that river right before he killed the fish that was in it, right? And he presumably it's, it ate was... that fish. So, he, peed, he peed downstream. I mean, really, he, according he to very explicitly did not. <laughs> Didn't he? I thought it was. Well, he, he peed downstream, but the fish came from downstream. So, oh, yeah, like, true. yeah, he peed all up on that fish. I mean, according to the laws of homeopathy, he basically just ate piss when he ate that fish, right? Is that how that it's, works? It's it's a I river, think so. guys. Like, come on. It's the water <laughs> no, no, that means you're right. Anti-piss. Never mind. I forgot how homeopathy works. Okay. <laughs> or, or doesn't, as the case may be. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand things that are happening. That's all right. It's a bad joke. <laughs> you know what? That's a really good summary of this show. I think is I don't think I don't understand things that are happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it's it seems fine. Like okay. I mean, so there are, there are a lot of cool things. Again, I li- I like the way they did the the simultaneous introduction of the villain slash sure. explanation of the MacGuffin. Um, I kind of like that Bulma and Goku's like relationship starts with him with with her accidentally almost killing him and then him trying to kill her and then she tried to kill him and like there's a lot of just almost murder going on and I'm kind of a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's um, how we met too, so. Yeah. I I'm a fan of all the dinosaurs and shit. Okay. Um, yeah. If you're a fan of dinosaurs, this show won't do you wrong. Yeah, I'm just kind of I I also am also a fan of so so here's what's weird about the show and this, a lot of this comes from the fact that I've been exposed to a lot more of like kind of DBZ than 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 original Dragon Ball. Right. I was surprised by both how low key this show is. Yeah. And also how fast paced it is at the same time. Yeah, that's the main thing that hit me about this episode is that it had like a real economy of storytelling that I'm like not used to right now because I've seen too many things that are like really slow and drag on. 
Yeah. But it like, just kind of like goes. A lot happens in a relatively short amount of time, and they still manage to find time for just like peaceful shots of little fish in a creek and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, like it's it's in, in really one episode, good. We know the villains, we know the heroes, we know what everybody wants, and none of it feels rushed. Yeah. This there's we were talking about it earlier with um a friend, uh, and I was saying but you guys talked about how you guys are gonna do multiple episodes at one point. I don't think that's gonna happen until Z though, because again, I yeah. I think a lot of episodes of Dragon Ball are like this, where like shit happens in Dragon Ball. Like it doesn't meander the yeah, same way. We were way definitely we were definitely does. talking about Z because like they do run into the weird issues of like Right. Yeah. They can't get too far ahead of what, where the comics are at, so yeah. they have to kind of start dragging their feet and or making up filler. So it, it kind of yeah. that it gets to where it kind of goes in circles for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. But some of that filler is pretty fun. Yep. Uh, but that's all a long way away. Uh, long, at this point in the show, way normally, way. I would, would maybe read some listener questions, but A, this is a new show, so it really doesn't have listeners yet. And B, I forgot to put the prompt out because we kind of got a late start and things got weird. But it'll happen next time. Um, right. What is our Twitter, though? Uh, our Twitter, let me make sure I am... Uh, it is at HFILcast, at Hifflecast. I need to look for it because I am not following it yet. Yeah, it, it is currently <laughs> just a totally blank page that I need to finish setting up. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Emily, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me on another podcast called War and Beast on audiencrew.com, uh, where we do this, we, yeah, we watch Beast Wars and talk about that show. And then you can also find my artwork on dangerchair.tumble.com and on my Twitter at This Is Emeralds, my Instagram at This Is Emerald, and my YouTube is also This Is Emerald. All right. Mike, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit, and from there you can basically find anything else I'm doing. All right, awesome. Uh, you can find me at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, I co-host Teenagers with Attitude with Mike, which if you're listening to this, I have to think you listen to that because I don't know how else you know about this. Um, I also do... I mean, I assume eventually some other people are going to start finding it. Oh, eventually, but not but like, yet. But at the, at the time that we're recording this, like, there's no way anyone else is going to know about it. Right, right. Um I host some shows like Cosmic Call and Totally Reprise and Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. They're all great. Uh, And usually on Saturday nights, uh, I run a sort of role-playing game campaign for a bunch of Audio Entropy hosts over at twitch.tv slash video entropy. So you should check that out. It's really good. Yeah. And sometimes Emily, when she's available, watches and sometimes she just sort of sketches along and posts <laughs> cool sketches of like scenes from the game. And it's awesome. Thank you. I try. It's great. It's, it's, it's great. It's great inspiration. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for us this time. So uh, uh, tune in next time for the home for infinite losers. Da, da, should da, da, should da, you be doing like the da, other narrator voice, da, like the da, da. like the verdant <laughs> next time with the fucking Mike and Luke and Emily are on a brand new journey to watch Dragon Ball. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see you next time, Good. everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.